0: If you wanna maintain status quo, learn to manage. If you wanna continuously grow and improve, learn to lead. Today's discussion is about leadership on the job site or shop floor. Stay with us. Hello, and thank you for joining us today. My name is Joe White, and I'm the host of Supervisor Skills Secrets of Success. The SOS podcast series is produced for the ongoing development of mid and frontline managers. With each episode, we'll take on topics of interest and interview subject matter experts for the benefit of our listeners. In today's episode, we're discussing job site leadership. My guest today is Patrick Dean, and Patrick is the president of the Virginia Associated Builders and Contractors. He lives in the Northern Virginia, D.C. area and is well-versed in the challenges facing the construction industry. Welcome, Patrick, and thank you for joining us today.
1: Glad to be here, Joe.
0: If you would, please take just a moment and tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you do with the ABC.
1: Well, uh, I'm, I've been president of ABC Virginia since 1992 and I've been with the association uh, around the country since 1985. Wow. Uh, and I did I did work in the construction industry as a young man and uh, and so over over the years with all my experience working with ABC contractors, I've learned a lot about this industry. It's a wonderful industry, and uh, I do what I can to help uh, support it. And uh, ABC takes a very active role in the state of Virginia in uh, leading the industry in management, education, leadership development, and uh, helping contractors become more effective uh, and productive. So uh, I'm glad to talk with you today about it.
0: That's great. We've got a couple questions here. And just to kind of put things into perspective, we really focus these podcasts on that frontline manager, the form and the supervisor, the person out there working with employees. And, you know, the, the first question I have with regard to this topic, um, our topic today is around improving productivity through leadership on the job site. So the question I have for you is what's at stake? Why is this, is this a topic that's important?
1: i think it's important for the overall health of the industry and the obvious thing is when you're not, when you have poor productivity cost rise definitely and also quality tends to go down okay with lower productivity right the other thing that that concerns me is people lose motivation then if they're not being led well they may lose interest in what they do and focus on that Job or that definitely on the job at hand, but possibly at their career, and uh, people will start drifting away when we already have an industry that's very challenging to attract quality, good people into.
0: Right. You know, it's it's interesting the the comments you're making. I, I recently had a discussion with a contractor in Bethesda, Maryland. And, you know, they were saying, look, we're in a very difficult position. We're in an area of where there's lots of job opportunities for those that may want to work from home. And they said, we're really having to recruit people out into the field when it seems that there's a trend, a movement towards people wanting to uh, work remotely and work and work from home. So it is interesting. And, there, and, and to the point that you've made about you know, being able to attract talent. Uh, it it has been a challenge, and it seems that it's uh, gonna only get going to get worse in the years ahead if if I'm reading all the industry trends correctly
1: yeah I think you're reading them uh correctly, and the industry <laughs> is uh we, we struggle and we we can become our own worst enemy as you know and uh in the sense that uh we get going pretty good and then things you know we get a hiccup and then we get back to square one again and i I think the industry is getting smarter. It took it takes getting, you know, your head hit, hit against the wall <laughs> a few times to figure it out, but we're getting smarter and we have ways now to start attracting young people and keep them in the industry. And I think just as any career, there's got to be a way to grow in that career. Right. So not just talking about career paths, but actually showing them career paths and helping them achieve their goals. I think we've got to be more employee-centric where we, we really have a value proposition that our employees can see and understand and get their arms around.
0: With regard to productivity, what are some of the factors that you see impacting it?
1: Well, I, I think for many years, uh, a big part of our industry, I hate to make a general comment, but Many in our industry have lacked, uh, have not invested in their people in a way that gives them those skills to be more productive or to lead others in a much more productive manner. Because I really believe the number one way in the field to enhance productivity is that our crew leaders slash foremen need to have better skills.
0: With regard to leadership, What's missing on the job site today?
1: I think the communication side I know that you hear that for a lot of things in, in our industry and, on, and, and in a lot of business, but communicating to you know to the crew leaders from management above, but also then crew leaders knowing how and what to communicate to those that they have under their uh, eye on the job site. I think uh, you know my way in the highway doesn't really work anymore. Right. Some of us grew up that way and we didn't know any better. <laughs> uh, I did concrete work and, you know, you just, you know, they just told you when to show up and when you could leave and you better listen to the foreman and uh, and we got our work done. But it was, it's a little different world now. And you've got so many different people and personalities on the job that I think communications is so important. That's that's probably a big, a big thing. But also the morale building and motivation. I, I believe not only do you have to understand how to correct and, and to critique and people that work for you're you actually doing them a favor when you do it the right way. Wow. That also gives you the ability to help motivate them. Because if you can work with the people below you or your teammates, let's call them, and you can, you can help, them get better at what they do. It's going to come back on you also in the team, but we got the the guys got to learn how to do it in a fashion that is uh, motivating, not motivating and educational and not demeaning. And Hey, I am the man and I am the boss and this is how we're going to get it done. Let them be a part of that decision. Let them be a part of the solution rather than just the doer who doesn't have a whole lot of say in it. And so I think that communication is a big place to work, how That's, we talk to our people and how we listen to them, Joe. Right. I, You know, I
0: read recently that throughout the remainder of the current decade, that 90 to 95% of all entry-level positions are going to be filled by Gen Z, our, our youngest, most generation. And, and some of them at this point are in their, I guess, early teens, all the way up into uh, some just entering the workforce now. How prepared do you feel the construction industry is for recruiting and retaining Gen Z employees?
1: You know, that's a tough one for me to answer. I think I'm way on the other end. I'm the baby boomer side. uh, (laughs) We've come a long way in 20, 25 years, but but I think it's good. I don't have all the answers to that. And I think uh, as more kids find out that college, you know, not everybody has to go to school to a four year degree. They still need enhanced training and skill building. Right. And if you look back at what our forefathers, how they treated their job and, and, and how proud they were to build something, you know, Hope's not a plan, but man, is that one thing I hope could come back to the young people that they could really get their, you know, see what they're doing and get their arms around creating stuff. So I don't have all the answers there. You know, may, maybe some younger people will have some better thoughts on that, but I think it will have something to do with the uh, the hours and the... Uh, what would be the life uh, balance? That right. is something you and I never heard about when we were young guys. Right and now, it, it's not a bad thing. We just didn't know about it. I was also thinking about inclusion. You know, I've talked to many different crew leaders and I've had bosses and stuff and job sites. And, you know, the new person, we get the new person out there and, and, and there's a couple ways of treating them. And one of the ways is, you know, let's really get them to work hard, fast, and see if he makes it through the day. Then let's see if they make it through the week. Right. And with our history of recruitment over the last 20 years and and retention, I think we need to take a different look at that. And I was talking to a friend of mine, and he was talking about changing that paradigm to where, and this takes leadership, Joe, this takes a, a strong crew leader. Who does communicate well with his teammates? Let's embrace the new people that get assigned to our jobs. So many companies talk about, "Oh, we're a family business. We are so tight. We do this. We do that." And those are all good things, but it's got to transfer down to the field. So That's when right. We have a couple new green people that come out of high school, that come out of a programmer, they come out of this a, a various agency that you know is assisting whatever it is. We need to not just. Think of oh he's not gonna make it. Oh, that's gonna be a one day deal. That's a five, five you know, let's see if we get him through the week. No, let's embrace them to get them to feel like they can be part of this team from day one. And I gotta believe if we could put that into action, all of a sudden somebody's mentoring somebody like in like Back in the fifties and sixties, right? They're mentoring somebody. They're making sure. Let's get this guy through the day. This is gonna be a little rough for him. They're brand new at this. Hey, it's thirty-eight degrees, and uh, with some cold rain today, and we're outside. You know, how do we get them through this to where they start realizing they are productive with what they're learning, and they're a part of a team? So I think that's where the leadership training. And having a little different paradigm of, of how we look at the new people, every new person that comes on the job site, we have to look at them as a, as a potential great employee, not somebody who's probably not going to make it till Friday. We got to change that thought process when we get new people on the job site.
0: That's great, great advice. Um, I want to shift topics here. I wanted to speak to you a moment about technology. You touched on that a moment ago. As as workplaces, uh, and they are going to become more technical, more automated, as that happens, uh, I firmly believe that leadership skills are, are going to become more important. Mm-hmm. So how quickly do you foresee advanced technologies being integrated as common practice in construction?
1: A lot of people want to know how more mechani- mechanized we can become on a job site and with robotics and the argument for robotics and more technological uh, innovation is because the physical body can only do so much and it gets broken down and it gets old and it gets sore and stuff like that but also it increases productivity such as these suits people are testing now and using and so i can see that it's a very expensive uh, addition to the uh, to your uh, array of, uh, of resources but I can see that becoming a big deal but I don't I'm not sure how we can we see ourselves replacing a whole lot of craftsmen okay in fashion so I don't see that coming really fast but and that's the tough part is where can we become more technological because we are we are we have become more technological but we still put a brick on top of a brick. Right. <laughs> By hand.
0: You know, when I came out of college, I went to work for DuPont and I worked in their project engineering division, which at the time was another way of saying construction. And I can remember when I came in, the the practices that are in place today are far advanced. I mean, there were no drone technologies back then. Uh, and and you know, that's twenty twenty five years ago. I know... As-built drawings used to be on a complex major project were a huge problem and I know today for example companies have field uh, handheld computers where they they're able to update drawings in real time. So you know there there definitely is technology and I think to your point that we will adopt as adoption becomes available and, and as it works and makes sense. I think that's a very fair and I think that's a, uh, I think it's a, a great statement in, in terms of how to put the integration of technology into the workplace, especially as it uh, relates to construction. So we're almost out of time, but I do have one more question. Um, sure. Again, we, we target this for the supervisor's foreman. For those that are listening that, that may have interest in improving their, their personal individual leadership skills, uh, do you have any advice on where they should start?
1: Yeah. Uh, now, there's all kinds of things out there, Joe, and many of them uh, kind of look the same. They just might, they're just told with a different story. I'm going to give you two thoughts. One is Everyone should read Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Great advice. That has stood the test of time. And if you're able to go to a class and do the two-day program, that is even better because I really didn't get all of it until I took the class and was forced to focus for two days on it. And really, it was a life-changing experience for me. That is one thing that I I would suggest. The other is... If you want to learn more about management and, and leadership roles, Patrick Lencioni has a great series of books. And the reason I like Lencioni is they're all done as a uh, with a story. Okay. Oh. And so it's so easy to read. I mean, they're an hour and a half book, you know, when you, because I, in fact, one of them is all about a construction company with leadership (laughs) problems. So there's all kinds of stories. So Patrick Lencioni has a series of books, dysfunctions of a team, all these, all these books that any of your listeners can just Google him. And the books are actually enjoyable to read because there's so many great leadership books out there. We could go on and on for them, but you've got to find something that you can read and understand, and it's enjoyable to get through. So, uh, seven habits of Stephen Covey, seven habits of highly effective people, for everybody, and then take a look at Patrick Lencioni's leadership and management books. And I think there's some great knowledge to be gained by looking at by reading those books.
0: Oh, uh, that's great. And, and you know, we always say progress over perfection. So just take a step forward and, and do that enough over time and you'll, you'll find yourself in a much, much better place.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Thank you, Patrick. As usual, I always enjoy talking with you. I think you shared um, absolutely some insightful information with us today, and I, I certainly hope it's going to be something of benefit to our listeners. And again, I just want to thank you for your time. I know you're a very, very busy man these days. So again, I appreciate your time.
1: Joe, you're busy too, so thanks for doing it, and I was glad to participate with you. Thank you, and I look forward to seeing you
0: soon. Awesome. Okay, uh, contact information for Patrick is available in the show notes provided for this episode. Um, For those listening, I hope you found the discussion of value and benefit. If so, please help us spread the word. Share the podcast with others that you know of may have interest as well. In addition, we welcome any feedback you may have and would encourage you to review and rate the show wherever you access your podcast. The SOS podcast series is brought to you by AEU Lead, a consultancy dedicated to the needs of frontline managers. For additional information or follow us on social media, please use the links in the show notes provided. That's it for now. Stay safe and thanks for listening.